Welcome to another episode of Yappy Hour, a podcast about navigating the waters of young adulthood, the discussion of pop culture, existential crises, and self-reflection. I'm Leah. I'm Mia. And I'm Kat. Last season, we took a very bird's-eye overview into our current relationship status and kind of what our experience with love is. And this season, we're kind of taking a different route and we're going to be talking about breakups and the flip side of everything love-related. So I think it's important that we preface that unlike Leah and Kat, I have never been through like a formal breakup. So that being said, everything I say in this episode should be taken with a grain of salt because, yeah, I definitely haven't had those experiences that they have. Um, but I definitely can speak on the larger part of being friends with Leah when she went through a breakup or like seeing friends and family go through breakups because um, I think that's a really valuable perspective too when people are going through stuff like that. Well, I feel like breakups don't have to be romantic. You can lose friends. I do consider that kind of a breakup. Um, you can I think, also have yeah. that awkward like break up with a friends with benefits or like mm, yeah, even like yeah. one night stands like, just, like it's almost a breakup is kind of like ending anything with someone that you like used to see regularly right. i feel like that's like outside of your routine almost that's a good way to define it kind of how we define like hooking up how we had our own definition like i i totally agree that breakups doesn't necessarily have to be with a romantic partner yeah, so I think you'll have valuable input. <laughs> we'll see, Not we'll saying see. that you've lost a lot of friends, but, <laughs> we'll but just like that it, it is the scope outside of just romantic. So I'd say I've had two serious relationships. I've had two serious breakups. One was real bad, real ugly, and one was a lot more mature, I'd say. I think it's because they both happened in different phases of my life. One was in college, one was outside of college. What do you think makes a breakup bad? For me, I think it's when you ha- hold a lot of resentment after the breakup. I think mm. it's natural to have any form of resentment when something's ending, be- especially if you're on the side of not wanting it to end. But even if you're ending something, if you really love that person, there's still going to be negative feelings on your part as well because hurting someone else's feelings is never a-, a good feeling or you know, hurting someone's emotions. So I think there will always be that kind of period of awkwardness. But mm-hmm. if you're like... You say you hate your ex after like three months. I think that was a bad breakup. I'm curious about people that have broken up and like have still remained really good friends Mm -hmm. with their exes, like how they got to that point. Because I strongly believe that if you do break up with someone, there is a period in which like you kind of both have to go your own ways and like not communicate. But Mm -hmm. then like that reuniting moment, like how how do you get there? No, I completely agree. I feel like I'm not friends with anyone I've ever broken up with. And it's kind of sad because Mm. I do realize that these people were in, like, very intimate parts of my life. Like, they just know things about me that not everyone knows. And then to know that they're not part of your life anymore, it's sad watching that relationship go away. And it's weird that they have that with other people and that they're not in my life anymore, even as a friend. Kat, you said you had a good breakup, so does that mean that you are friends with that person or Mm, so the breakup was largely due to distance so I don't like see him every day or anything Mm. but we still talk sometimes I still like care about him I'll ask him how him and his family are doing and he'll ask me the same but it's more just like kind of like a friend that you've your friendship has faded a little bit and just like you know every so often you talk to them I think it's interesting that you guys brought up like you don't see how you can be friends after you break up because every time I break up with someone or 
I'm broken up with. I think after, huh, it would have been so much better if we were just friends. Like, I almost, like, wish the relationship never happened. We would have been, we were, like, fully vibing on a good level, you know, so. It almost feels like that extension, like, but we can still be friends. It's just, my favorite word, a platitude. It doesn't Mm. hold any weight. It's just kind of a consolation prize, almost. Mm. I don't know. I feel like I've never had that thought that I still want to be friends with them, which sounds bad. Do you think with all the people you've broken up with, have you ever truly like loved them, like cared about them as a person outside of your relationship? Because I think if you did have that rooted care for them, then you'd want to be their friend after. But if your relationship was like solely contained romantically, I can see why you wouldn't care about them outside of your relationship. Like a foundation rooted in friendship before the relationship, you're saying? Yeah, or like, it's going to sound weird. I'm trying to explain it in the most simple terms, but it's like when you you see your boyfriend, do you view them as just your boyfriend or like a boyfriend and a friend? Because mm. if you don't see that friend component, I can see why after the relationship ends, you're like, okay, you've served your purpose, like, <laughs> goodbye, you know? I'm done with you. Uh, I think in the past, probably more singular. Like, I only viewed them under one lens of mm. boyfriend. So that's probably why. Also, we've already talked about that my dating past is heavily from dating apps. So what foundation do I have as a friend? None. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So those are, yeah. When you break up with someone, like, do you follow, like, almost like a protocol of, like, what you do? Like, unfollow them, I assume. Mm -hmm. Like, stop tech, like, delete their number, get rid of their things. Like, what are some of your, like, recovery steps, so to speak? Anytime someone makes me mad or I want, want to erase them from my, like, immediate life, I just delete our message history. It's always very cathartic for me. It's just like, you didn't exist. We're never going to text again. Even if you make me mad, Mia, if you made me mad, I would just delete your conversation. And then it's like it never happened. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. <laughs> um, so if I've broken up with someone, I don't take those steps. If they want to block me, they can block me. Mm. I have been blocked um it's like kind of whatever like it didn't affect me like if if they feel so strongly they want to do that then that's on their part when I was broken up with I did not block them I think it's more so because there's always that like that hidden desire to want to know what they're up to yeah you want to know do they have Mm -hmm. a new girl how are they doing life are they miserable without me of course they are you know Mm -hmm. um but I don't delete them I don't think I've ever blocked anyone actually an ex or a friend or like anyone I feel like your breakup couldn't have been that bitter, though. Like, I I guess in my eyes, I think bitter is you want nothing to do with them. And sometimes, I guess in my perspective, it means erasing them from your life, per se. Um, Well, I mean, the bad breakup was me breaking up with someone else. mm. So, So you still wanted to see them? Or you wanted to see their presence in your life, even though you didn't want to be with them romantically, right? Yeah. So my non-bitter breakup, the, like, mature one, was when they dumped me, but... I was hurt, but I could understand where they were coming from. I think that's what's really important for a healthy breakup is understanding your partner's point of view. Because if they're having this, they have this courage to break up with you, it must really mean something to them. You know, they probably have thought it through, I hope. I've heard of like crazy breakups where it's like in the middle of a huge fight. There's this one where she was Ubering home with her boyfriend Mm -hmm. and they broke up in the car. She got out of the Uber. They never talked again. Was your friend? A friend of a friend. Mm. And I was like, how can you do that? I think understanding point of view is a big one because I can think of a couple where I felt like that was the crux of a breakup was that you just simply can't understand my point Mm. of view and that's the end of it. Um, And so that was like the catalyst into the breakup. And then obviously if he doesn't understand me, the whole relationship, he's not going to understand the breakup. And so that was pretty messy for me. When you broke up with him. Mm -hmm. So have you ever been broken up with? Oh, yeah. 
So when so in those situations, <laughs> could you feel it coming, or do you ever feel like you're blindsided? It was both. My last breakup before my current boyfriend, I'll call him Derek, which is an alias. I felt really blindsided, but at the same time, I knew it was coming. It was mm. kind of weird. I could sense the distance, and so I called him out on it, and then that turned into a breakup, basically. And so on one hand, I was thinking, something's going on, this needs to be addressed, and then I was blindsided by the breakup, but I also knew something was off, so it, yeah. was, it was weird. I remember there being warning signs. <laughs> so the funniest part was that we dated for two weeks, officially. Well, yeah, you had been seeing each other for a while, but... Yeah, not... we had been officially boyfriend and girlfriend for two weeks, and then I was like, what the hell's going on? And then all of a sudden, it's, I'm not ready for a relationship. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, okay. I love that one. That, was the, that was the most sus part of that relationship, was that, like, you weren't pressuring him to be the girlfriend to be a like to label it he like went out of his way to ask you and then two weeks later was like oh change my mind and then two weeks after our breakup he's with another girl officially i was just like this isn't on me but i don't know it was an aspect of being blindsided because i didn't i truly thought it was my fault i was thinking what was i doing wrong Mm -hmm. i didn't pressure him at all and then eventually i realized it's him but it sucked in the moment it would just be nice if everyone could be super honest when they break up. Could because you hear stories of like of that kind of breakup where he's like, "I'm not ready," and then he dives into another relationship. But then there are other times when people say, "I'm not ready," and they actually mean that. But then you know the other person might refuse to believe that because they're like, "I've heard of people saying that," and they're actually there's a real excuse, you know. But I think that's a pretty common excuse: is "I'm not ready," mm-hmm. which is which is fine. Some people have you ever had to say that? I had a boyfriend who wasn't ready. We were together for a while, and I think it wasn't that he wasn't ready the whole time, and he, like, suddenly realized it. It was more he realized at that point in his life he wasn't ready for a relationship. So before, I'm sure he was ready, but that was when things weren't so serious for him. He didn't have to make a bunch of big decisions, and then once he realized he did, he realized he had no room in his life for a relationship at that time. But I don't think I'll ever get back with him. I think over time, like, you know, your feelings change for people, so. Do you think you could ever get back? back with someone after a breakup like even a non-romantic one i've thought of friendships that have kind of ended bitterly or along the same lines of someone that's no longer in your life and i just it's hard to imagine reconnecting with them in the same way i think it would be awkward at first when we can reconnected it was kind of awkward i didn't think opinion. it was awkward i think it was, I thought it was oh, not shoot. awkward in the sense that like i was like oh, i don't want to talk to you but it was more like when i saw you it was weird having our college selves talk to each other or after college selves because you were so different from high school and i was different from high school so there was that limbo of like i'm not sure who i'm talking to i see Leah's face yeah. but i don't feel like Leah's but i wouldn't here. call what we had a breakup it was just distance yeah. you know it wasn't like things ended poorly or there was anything that caused it it's like very natural so you're saying breakups have to end badly or i think it has to be clearly defined i think it was pretty defined for me because i just didn't talk to you for like three years like we never talked to each other and i think distance is a cause for a breakup so i think in my eyes it was a soft breakup <laughs> not a hard one. i think reconnecting regardless of how serious you were with that person friendship or boyfriend or girlfriend like reconnecting always be a little bit awkward you're trying to be the person that they remember you as but also mm-hmm. intertwine like this person that you are now and it's like a balancing act between like reminiscing and catching about years of being 
distant, but also like having the conversation be fluid. Yeah, I feel like anytime you reconnect with anyone from your past life, it's always going to be like a degree of awkwardness. There's that like sense of formality. Like, you know how casual it can be. I remember when I ate dinner with Leo for the first time in years, I was just like 10 minutes and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So how's your love life? Because <laughs> I didn't know if I was allowed to yeah, ask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it was good. We had we had a good dinner. We so. did. We ate at Tsujita in Salta. Yes. When you've broken up with people, how have you done it? Like, what was your method? Would you, you like say like, hey, let's hang out, and then like, who did you break up? Broke with? up with them in person. I've only had two breakups. One was my first kind of real, actually three, I guess, but I count two because one is in high school. So those are Skype breakups. <laughs> um. One of them was the messy one that I was referring to earlier, and it was totally my fault. Basically, no, it wasn't. Don't say I, that. I didn't prepare well. You should not blame yourself for that breakup, though. <laughs> yeah, nothing. You were dating an a hole. <laughs> but on the opposite side of me feeling like I was blindsided, I think I did blindside him. Basically, it came out at a small fight. It was like exactly what you kind of said earlier. It stemmed from a small fight. And then all of a sudden I say, you know what? I don't want to do this. I'm done. Like, here are all the reasons why I don't want to date you anymore. But you say he was blindsided. But from what I remember from that relationship, you were, didn't you tell him when things bothered you? Yes. So he should have fixed those things. He can't say he was blindsided because he didn't fix anything. He was blindsided by the breakup, but the issues at the core of it were recurring and so that was really messy i, th- I know you, you should you have two. been blindsided because he was an awful boyfriend i know and you two got roped into it after it both of you yeah, i don't even know how that happened fun. but <laughs> yeah basically this random man hits me up on facebook he's like hey you're friends with leah like i'm like what i haven't talked to her in a year but I know, did okay. you even know i was dating him honestly i did you ever post about him once maybe from that mm-hmm. but he was like yeah i'm, I'm leah's boyfriend or ex-boyfriend whatever and I was like yeah I haven't talked to her in a year but go on and then he basically like was like can I like can I Skype you and I was like okay. oh my Wait, god I... you Skype so he, we video chatted and he was like hey I have oh all these ideas on how to win Leah back and I was like like I had no idea what re- Leah's relationship was like with him so I was like oh this is so sweet like of course I'll help you even though you're this random man and then I hung out Boy. with Leah like he yeah, was a right. boy. He was a boy. <laughs> I hung out with Leah like a week later and I told her everything. She was like, oh my god, why did you do that? Like, what is he doing? And I was like, oh, this was not the right move. <laughs> yeah, same experience. Except I did not FaceTime him. You, were, just... you knew the ins and outs of it. And so you were he pretty much on my side. He texted me and I just told him I didn't have anything to add and that he should only communicate with you. Mia's so diplomatic. I love it. I was was not part of your relationship. Like, you want to talk to Leah, you talk to Leah. So I think I explained the breakup really poorly. I just know I made it a point to say I want to celebrate six months. Like, these are the big ones with me. Like, one, three, four, five, I don't care. But six I want to spend with you and I want to do something special. And then comes up, comes to me with nothing planned, is, proposes the equivalent of a McDonald's. And I was like, you know, let's just do coffee. And <laughs> that was a red flag to start. He knew right then. And then I just kind of word vomited everything out after that, which was why I do kind of think it was my fault. No, I don't think it's your fault still. <laughs> yeah, this guy's actually stupid. Anyways, it was a long time ago, obviously. I can't remember the details, but it was fairly messy after that because... He tried to win me back, and I was very adamant about not putting myself in that position ever again because he really was mean at the end of the day. He would, like, update me after he met up with you after your breakup. He's like, yeah, I saw her, and she seems like... Like, she's, she's going to take me back, but then yeah. she said no, and I was like, dude, I don't know. I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, when it comes to breakups, okay, so that was a lot of little things accumulating, and then there was, like, that kind of push. Mm-hmm. But do you think, I mean, we've, we haven't had, both haven't experienced a lot of breakups, but would you say it's more often that it's little things that add up, or there's, like, one big deal breaker? Mm. I don't know if there's one big deal breaker that would push me. I mean, besides, like, I don't know, something big, like, cheating, or he's a murderer mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> you know, I don't know yeah. if there's, like... If he does something that annoys me, I'll probably overlook it. But if he does a bunch of things that annoy me and he doesn't fix it when I tell him to, then that pushes me over. Yeah, I think we talked about in the last one about what we like and what is what are deal breakers for us. And for me, it was a lot of how they made me feel. And I think little things add up to that. I mean, you, you kind of get that gist in a relationship if they're not making you feel like you're safe to be yourself around them. And that's pretty much what I felt like. And that was the big deal breaker, but it manifested in very little things. Yeah, I definitely think it's little things that would make me question a relationship. Not like major, I mean, yeah, murder and, <laughs> and cheating. That's definitely a deal breaker. But all the fights that I've ever had with my boyfriend have been over like small things, which I think have been pent up and like kept in so that they become larger issues but the original original like issue is something stupid and small but they can sort of manifest into like bigger fights do you think that breaks work like when people say mm-hmm. we're taking a break or because for my understanding know. most people like they say we're on a break and then next thing you know they're broken up and you're like oh okay so it's kind of like a lead segue into a breakup are breaks like seeing other people because I feel like if you're taking a break and you're seeing other people, it's and probably like, over. Yeah. It's probably over. But if you're actually taking a break to like self-reflect and work on your relationship, then I think you can come back from a break. Have you ever taken a break with someone, Leah? No, I don't think so. So I've taken a break with someone. <laughs> How did that turn out? Uh, we, we didn't say we couldn't see other people, mm. but I told him straight up, I'm not going to. And he was like, he didn't say he wasn't going to, but he didn't <laughs> in the end. What was the um, point of the break, I guess, from your eyes? Like, what led up to it? You weren't ready to completely break up, or did you... He said he wanted to break up, but I I think I knew him pretty well, and I knew he didn't want to break off completely, because I gave him an ultimatum and said, if we break up, this is it. You can't... We can't get back together. Like, I, I can't disrespect myself like that. Um, so I said, if you're really sure, we'll break up. And he said, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So I said, okay, let's take a break. Like, I won't talk to you. You can think things through. Um, it took him, like, two weeks, I think, and he, like, thought about things, and he said in the end, like, I don't want to break up, and we worked through it. It was just kind of, kind of weird to, like, go from talking every day to not talking, and I do understand that some people need space to reflect, but for me, I'm more of a hands-on person, so when I have, I think in a relationship, if there's problems, I want to talk it through and, like, be in contact with them, so it was really new for me to just, like, not talk to him for two weeks and let him think on his own. Now that you say that, like, I didn't realize a break was could be that short but i've definitely taken breaks like that not two weeks long but like a week before of not talking and i totally what you said yeah it's really hard to go from talking every day to not talking at all but i do think breaks can work but like i said the breaks need to be productive if they're just like breaks for you to like not talk to them and like do whatever you want to do then like i don't think it's doing anything but if you're actually reflecting and like thinking about what you want out of the relationship i yeah, you for sure can come back from breaks. What was the catalyst to your break? I don't know. We've taken a few, like, honestly. I mean, I feel like I didn't know that. Because I don't think of them as, like, super dramatic, honestly. Like, they're just, like, periods where we're, we'll be fighting, and then I'll be like, okay, I need a few days to, like, think this over, like, be with myself about it. Mm-hmm. And so 
I just never thought of them as like anything close to a breakup because like we I, I kind of knew that we wouldn't break up almost over it. So, yeah, they, I haven't made a big deal. I mean, but we've been together for so long, it would be unrealistic to think that we never have thought about breaking up. Yeah. I think that is a kind of misconception that breakups have to be big. Because sometimes right. they can be small. And they don't have to be traumatizing. You don't have to learn huge things from them. Sometimes they just are small breaks. How long did it take you after breaks or breakups for you to start dating again? Or to be interested in pursuing more romantic relationships so when i broke up with my boyfriend i actually broke up with him because of another boy so (laughs) that kind of overlap i like wasn't single that's hard to come back from (laughs) five years Mm -hmm. i feel like sometimes dating around right after you break up is a method of getting over them like sometimes Mm -hmm. you need that push like Sometimes you need that validation, like, oh, yeah, I, I still got it, you know? Like, <laughs> mm. Even though he, he dumped me, like, I'm still pretty enough for boys to like me. But I think sometimes what can be really harmful with that is if you're finding validation from others, you feel empty at the end of the day. You feel right. like, you know, yeah, they're attracted to me, but, like, they don't love me like my ex-boyfriend did. So I think, I know I'm kind of stepping around your question, but <laughs> I think it just really depends on the nature of your breakup and who you are as a person. For me personally... Since I dated most of college or had a boyfriend most of college, mm-hmm. I really wanted to experience casual dating as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just like jumped into it. And then I was like, oh man, this is too soon. So I put <laughs> myself out. Mm-hmm. And then a few, like a month later, I was like, okay, I'll try again. Jump then. And I was like, uh, not yet. So I pulled myself out again. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of like testing the waters. I feel like it's hard to say when you'll truly be ready. I've heard people who have broken up with their boyfriends and they're like, yeah, for a while, whenever I went on a date, I just thought of my boy- my ex-boyfriend. So... It's what does that mean? That's hard. Because you're, like, always comparing them, like, oh, he used uh, to do that, yeah. or this person, you know, something he does reminds me of him, so. Or even if you're doing something couply with someone, it could remind you of doing something couply with your ex. I think yeah. it's weird because anytime I had a breakup, I would basically react really extremely. So, for example, my first bad breakup, I thought, oh, he doesn't make me feel safe, and he doesn't validate my emotions, and he doesn't listen to me. And then the next extreme was I would... F- search for that in someone else like any other kind of qualities I had for someone I was interested in went out the window because I just wanted the complete opposite of what I just had it just felt like I was searching for the opposite so do you feel like don't you kind of feel like that's setting up for failure because you'll never find something you want (laughs) no totally I mean I don't think I had much success after that honestly so you kind of jumped from like boy to boy you didn't did you give yourself breaks like you broke up and you're like okay I need to like lay off for a while and just be single yeah there were a lot of times where I I took it really personally I think I internalized just a lot of things and so when a breakup would happen I think I need to change something about myself I I need to grow like something has to change and it has to be me basically so I think I took those two extremes but then when I was ready I would basically say well I don't want to experience this again so I'm gonna search for the opposite and then obviously that leads to more issues because then <laughs> then I start dating a boy who smells or, you know, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and then, you'll break you know, <laughs> But then you just find, you just keep nitpicking. And obviously that's not the healthy way to date. What would you say, like, the biggest positive takeaways and the biggest negative takeaways you've had from your breakups? I think you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about what you're looking for, one. Mm-hmm. I kind of did it the wrong way. I did it in the very if not this, then this way, Mm -hmm. very one for one. But I think at the end of the day, you do get a more well-rounded picture of what you're looking for. I think with my breakups, it took, like when I 
broke up with my boyfriend, it took me a long time to get to that point because I just believed we can fix it. We can fix it. I can overlook this. It's fine. And then when my boyfriend tried to break up with me, I was like, no, 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 we can fix it. I don't know. Like, Hmm. you need to just, like, calm down. We'll just wait a month and it will be fine. So I feel like the process of, like, breakups has really taught me it's okay for things to end. Like, I always thought if you work hard enough, you can fix a relationship, but that's not true. Like, there's a threshold. There's a point where you need to, like, realize either, you know, it's a toxic relationship or you're just not a good fit for each other or you've grown into two different people than you were when you first started dating. So I think you don't have to be afraid of breakups. They're just kind of part of life. And like we said, there's more than just romantic breakups. So you just have to realize that not everyone's going to stay in your life the way you want them to. And that's maybe the way you want them to stay in your life is not the way you need them to be in your life. So you mentioned that a lot of times you would blame yourself for breakups. Do you think that the more breakups you went through, you realize you're not to blame. Like, the end of relation had really nothing to do with you. Because I just want to let you know it had nothing to do with you. <laughs> I don't even know the stories of all your breakups, but it's never your fault. Unless, you know, you did something really bad. Right, like I cheated on yeah. them or something like that. But no, I didn't ever do anything, like, infidelity. <laughs> you're a big snooper, though. Ooh, that's a good one. That was my kind of Achilles heel, I would say. I am a big snooper. And that created a lot of trust issues. I would say that was the biggest... Yeah. issue for me in relationships was trust me is right a lot of the things that i did You'd find out it was yeah like i was on his computer and i saw yeah. his messages i was like why are you on his computer like, not that it excuses what right. he said about you but i had a lot of trust issues do you think it came from like one relationship that caused the trust issues for the rest of your relationships or do you think you just kind of always had trust issues going in i think definitely the former because of all the dating apps I did, it was really hard for me to trust when someone says, oh, I'm only interested in you and I'm mm. only talking to you. And then my first real boyfriend, I basically we had been dating and we I had knew him before apps. He was went to the same high school, but we had only started talking through an app. And so basically I found out he was still talking to other people while he was dating me, even though he said he only wanted to date me. And so that primed me because... He was the first person I had really met on an app. So then everyone else I met on an app, I didn't trust. And Mm. so when any of those relationships progressed, it was kind of me looking for, well, who else are they talking to now? Because I just didn't believe them. I remember when I first introduced you to your current boyfriend, I was so insulted that you didn't trust him because I felt like you didn't trust me since Mm. I was setting up with him. Mm -hmm. But I can see, like, even without that incident with your first boyfriend, it is hard to trust people on apps because mm-hmm. you don't know who they are. They can be anyone. You know? mm-hmm. Even if you went to your high school, you still don't know. And who I think it is. part of that, it, it is um, paralleled to breakups, is that you just feel very disposable because you don't know them before these apps. You're not friends with them, as I said earlier. So it feels like you could just be tossed to the side. And so that is just kind of preparing myself for the breakup and like priming myself and reminding myself that I'm not the only one and I'm just going to be ready for it to end at any point in time that sucked (laughs) yeah I think trust is a bit can be a big issue in any relationship I was on the opposite end of trust issues like my boyfriend really didn't trust me my Mm. former boyfriend he he like wouldn't let me out Mm. of the apartment he would like guilt trip me for leaving he'd be because he had two other housemates who had girlfriends and they were always around but I mean, that's just who they were. And I was in a freaking sorority, so I had to go out into social events, and he would make me feel so bad for being out. And Mm. I think 
I used to be like, oh, you know, I think when boyfriends get jealous, that's kind of cute. But no, it's not cute when they get overly jealous and they like won't let you go anywhere. So I, I like kind of denied that that was a big problem. I was like, oh, he'll get over it. Like he just mm-hmm. has trust issues from his past relationships, but um, he never really grew out of it. So I guess what made you grow out of your trust issues? I think I still have them to some degree, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um, but She's I, still a stupor. But you, <laughs> have a, you have a very healthy relationship compared to your last one. Definitely. So yeah. I think, do, you think, do you think it's just time maybe spent with your person? Mm, I or think, the person. Yeah. I think finding someone who is willing to work with you on the issues. I mean, there have been plenty of times that my current boyfriend's caught me snooping on his phone. He's like, what are you looking for, Leah? Like, he just doesn't understand. And then just kind of working through that. And he understands why I'm like this. And then gaining that trust um, has really helped me. But it takes time. And I mean, not everyone was like that. Some people were really defensive about it. And then that just makes me more skeptical. I think finding the right person who's willing to live with my flaws, but then also help me work through them. Speaking of like, technology and like snooping on phones and stuff technology and social media they make breakups really difficult because you're friends with them not only in real life but like on the internet and you have mutual friends and etc so what role do you think your social media usage or i'm tying in all these old factors but um Mm -hmm. played played a role in your breakup or plays a role in like your current relationship sort of i almost feel like this is kind of a tangent i know the question has like an obvious like social media factor but sometimes I feel like technology makes breaking up easier because you can distance yourself from the person you're breaking up with and break up with them don't do this but break up with them like on a call or on a text (laughs) you know like I feel like without technology you'd have to go face to face and like be like hey we're breaking up and you'd have to see them cry in front of you and it'd be really messy (laughs) So I think it has kind of taken away the difficulty of breaking up and even just like ghosting. I would argue that it takes away the human aspect of treating people like with respect almost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like there have been so many times that the role of technology, it ends with someone. And I'm, I'm kind of considering things that weren't real relationships but they just stopped I just stopped talking to them kind of as breakups but for this sake things would end and then you see them in two hours on another app and it Mm -hmm. just kind of makes me feel once again very disposable and like they didn't really respect who I was as a person because here they are just ready to move on to the next one so technology was definitely played a role and that obviously also I was also doing the same thing if I saw them um so it just made me feel like you just had to keep finding the next best thing like who could get over it faster almost, and technology made it easier to see that. So when you say app, you mean like a dating app? hmm Okay. How long after a breakup, though, like, would you continue to look at their stuff? Like, oh, how... how... <laughs> you break up that no, day? No, no. No, but I mean, like, how long would that last post-breakup? Like, was it... Oh, are you, were you Were you sort of keeping up tabs on them for, like, a week, a month, a few months? There are periods that they still people still cross my mind, like, years later. It's, like, a fleeting thought. It's not consistent right. at all. But the consistency, I would say, lasted probably, like, one to three months for me. Mm. It's pretty long. Of, like, Regularly. routinely checking their yeah, social or, media? Yeah. Yeah. Probably not as often as Leah, but this is because <laughs> my men of interest don't do social media. So if I check their <laughs> Instagram today and then I check it in a month it won't be a change so it doesn't matter if I check it I'm just torturing myself at that point Mm. yeah so I guess it also depends how active they are on social media but luckily they aren't so sometimes I do check though if they check my things like my stories yeah I'll see if they're watching it and I think I'll check that maybe as often as Leah would check her ex's Instagrams Mm -hmm. maybe like 
up to like one to two months. I would play detective. Honestly, I feel like that would be <laughs> it almost became a game for me. I'd see, ooh, he followed this girl recently. I'd go to her yeah, and then I'd be like, oh, they don't go to the same high school. It must have been an app. And like you can just put two and two together like that. <laughs> kind of funny. Reason, an incredibly good Instagram PR. took off their followers activity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, Honestly, that has led me down some really interesting paths. Have you ever stalked people's Venmos? Yes, she does. She's I'll get, outing me now. I'll get random likes in the middle of the night from like transactions that are months old. That's why I've hidden my transactions. Not not from Leah, but from just like people looking at my things. I'm like, I don't need them to know what I'm I don't do this to everyone. It's just people. Sometimes I have a thought and then I just have to run run away with it for me to be okay with it. Does that make sense? I'm not one that can just sit with my thoughts. I just kind of have to act on it and it'll lead me to a dead end. But then I'll say, okay, I'm done with it. But do you think that might like hinder you you from like moving on because you're Mm. still thinking about them and still pursuing it? Because I feel like the the day that you stop checking up on them, even if you have the thought like I wonder what they're up to, once you stop doing it, I feel like it's easy to just not do it in the future. Mm. But I get the urge. I get that there's an urge that you like really want to know what they're doing. I don't know why. I don't. I'm trying to think of if it's affected my ability to move on from them. Do you, what do you think would happen if you like tried to look someone up and you can't find them? Would you be like, oh, I think they blocked me, or would you just be like, oh, okay, they deleted their account and move on? I'd totally find them on another way. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like for example, this is totally hypothetical, but let's say you and your boyfriend broke up tomorrow. Would you be able to unfollow his location on your phone? Yeah. I, I vote no. You wouldn't be able to. I think to. I, I would. Really? That's just, yeah, that's very intimate having someone's location. <laughs> I bet there are people on your location list that you do not have intimate relationships with. No, but okay, but someone that you do have a relationship with, like you would be able to go cold turkey unfollow. I think on that's everything. the only way. Really? Yes. But then, how would you check up on them? Incognito mode. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If anyone needs a detective, you can hire Leah. I found just on Instagram. So many YouTubers' addresses. Yeah. Okay. You don't like need that. to boast about that. <laughs> Actually, though, when I have a. Like, Whenever I had a boy of interest, I'd be like, Leah, I can't find their Instagram. Please find five minutes flat. She'd be like, found them. (laughs) Thank God. I guess to answer the question, I think maybe it probably has hindered my ability to move on, but eventually I get there. Yeah, yeah, So maybe it could have been faster, but I think it also is just part of my coping mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. So you've, or I guess we, have (laughs) stalked exes after we've broken up. Have you ever gotten back with an ex? And I guess... I guess this could count, like, breaks, too, if you haven't, like, formally broken up. No. I think the closest thing I got to was I ended – I didn't end it, sorry. It, things ended. It was kind of mutual with someone, and then I wanted to meet up for coffee just to catch up, like, actually as friends. I knew it wasn't going to progress anymore. It was a former relationship, though? No. It was a former friendship. It was friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. So it was just mutually ended because <clears throat> of – circumstances around summer you know summer ends. oh right and then i wanted to just be friends and then i reached out to just to try to be friends like i really didn't want to get back with him i just liked him as a human and then i kind of got shafted honestly and that was really hard so but that was the extent of me trying to get back with someone is just 
trying to remain in their life. I've gone back with someone. It was honestly coming. I feel like all my friends warned me. It's because we tried to be friends right after we broke up. Like, And then three weeks later, I just had this really guilty look on my face and I had to tell my roommate, yeah, I just hooked up with my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and then we got back together. Um, I think I remember this. You were embarrassed to tell anyone, really. Yeah, it was. it's just, I don't think people should be ashamed when they get back with their exes because mm-hmm. no matter what your friends think about you they're really only like maybe guilt tripping you because they care about you they don't actually think you're a bad person for getting back with your ex and I think there can be a lot of shame around that because you think they think oh you're a weak person or oh you know you're just gonna you're okay with getting stepped all over but in reality only you and your partner know your relationship the best which I think is <laughs> that's how I kind of think about when I See, like, celebrities who, like, break up really messy and get back together. And people are like, oh, she has no dignity. She went back with him even though he cheated on her 50 times. I'm like, okay, <laughs> but really only she knows, like, the extent of yeah. the relationship. I do think there's an element, though, of, like, knowing that your friend, like, deserves something better. Not necessarily, yeah. like, shaming them for being weak. I totally agree. Because I totally, I don't, I don't shame my right. friends for getting right. back with their exes. But when they do, I'm like... I'm, like, trying to tell them you can do so much. Right, you deserve this, you deserve this. Not so much, like, you're weak. I think it's also hard, though, as a friend, because I go to you guys when I'm upset about something. I don't, and I think that's true for most friendships. You don't Mm. go boast to everyone about what a great boyfriend you have. You go to your friends when you're upset about something or just need to blow off steam. And so sometimes that can taint their perception of your relationship if you only hear the bad. Right. I think it's also a different story if someone gets back with their ex and you ask them why and they start making excuses like, oh, he was just, he just did that because of this, this, and this. But I think if they can admit like, yeah, that was really shitty of him to do. I confronted him about it. We talked about it. Right. I right. think it's more, that's more towards a healthy re-entrance to a relationship than like making excuses for what he's done before. Right. And then, and then in a scenario like that, that's completely like the business of your relationship and nobody really gets to have a say in that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard watching your friend go through a breakup though Mm. because I have a friend who has the worst boyfriend and I want them to break up but I don't want her to be unhappy you know what I mean so sometimes it's like you just want to like take her boyfriend like shake him by the shoulders and be like why can't you be a better boyfriend Mia did that for me I think after that when I was blindsided I said send him a mean text message and then Mm. you did did she did (laughs) he left her on red I remember that you said something that was so uncool what you did to Leah. No oh, yeah. one should ever be treated that way. And that was yeah. it. No, I, we did a lot for that breakup. Remember, we, we, we drove back past his house and, oh, we, and oh. then we like rolled down on the windows and we're like, fuck you, blank. Yeah, oh, that was cathartic though. Oh, also I had his hoodie. This is a funny story. I had his hoodie. I didn't have the guts to mail it to him or meet up with him to give it back to him. So I, I worked downtown and I just... Put it on a bench, basically. It's a homeless person. But I was so homeless person probably took it. No, yeah, for sure. And I was so nervous. I remember I was shaking when I put it down, and then I made sure to do it in a location because it's it's like the only tie I had to him. Mm. You know, it kind of makes me sad. We never had any photos together. We didn't. It was short lived, as I mentioned, and so that was like the only evidence almost. And so I put it down on a bench that I wouldn't walk past again. And my friend. I told her, can you walk by in the evening to make sure it's gone? Or if it's still there, can you grab it? Like, I was just so nervous. But it was gone. Um, but that was really cathartic. And then screaming at his, yeah. at his 
house as we drove by, which wasn't on purpose. We just happened to be in yeah. the area. Yeah. That yeah. Wasn't... We didn't look, go looking for yeah. it. We were like, yeah. oh, this is his block. And I was like, <laughs> you're like, no, he lives with his mom. We shouldn't do anything. I was like, roll down the windows. <laughs> we're yelling. Oh my God, that's awesome. Wait, so you, you mentioned that this hoodie was the only tie to him, so you're afraid to get rid of it. So are you saying that like when you ever have a breakup, do you do you ever go through that period of like deleting like messages, getting rid of things you've gotten from your ex boyfriends, or do you like keep them as keepsakes? Mm. <laughs> the messages are the easiest part because those are most immediate. I do think I put value on them. Sometimes I like having long conversations, like oh, I have a three year history with Mia. It's fun to look back at what we talked about in college. But you deleted her messages. You I know. know. <laughs> okay, but that's because I run out of space on my phone. No, but you're mad at her. Clearly, she. <laughs> but we got anyways, into a fight, the, mes- though. the messages are the easiest part, but I do sometimes want to keep the meaningful things they gave me does that make sense so what are some things you've kept photos okay like something that they've (laughs) given you have you ever kept a gift uh yes i think someone wrote me like a jar of things they liked about me okay (laughs) the things i kept from my exes were literally like material things like you know shoes or like a bag or something so when i get when i have those things i don't like assign like sentimental value to them so Mm. but in terms of meaningful things, well, I've gotten meaningful things. So I can't comment on that, but that's really cute. I like, <laughs> had a jar of things. I also had a song lyrics. He like altered the words of my favorite song to fit into. Oh my god! But, oh, wait, so I this, think I remember that. Was this with a guy that it wasn't a bitter breakup? <laughs> no, that was that was the bitter one, right? Yeah. Wait, why do you still have it? Because it's funny. <laughs> Mia agrees. I remember it. It's a Drake song, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty pathetic, though, on his part. I don't know if I <laughs> sitting in his room, like being like Drake, like what rhymes with? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what rhymes with potato? <laughs> I don't know if I keep something from a bitter breakup that someone gave me, like made for me. I'd probably throw it away immediately because really? it's a bitter breakup. I don't want to keep anything that they've made for me. <laughs> but sometimes yeah. there's good memories. Just the, I think everything, even when it's bitter, when you move past it and you learn from it, it has kind of a like rose-colored glasses, you view it more positively than when you experienced it. I guess also, since we live, we all aren't from LA, but we are living in LA, I just feel like if I were to find those things between moves, I'd be like, why do I still have this? And i throw it away. I'd be like, this is not worth it to like move from this apartment to the other apartment. But that's interesting that you have. I guess you've only moved apartments like once, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it is, it is weird. I think you, so you made me think of that I keep these material items per se but then if the chance comes that I know I'm gonna run into them I yeet out of there I freak out I get scared I turn the other direction like it's kind of ironic that I want to have these memories but then if it comes to seeing them I just get terrified (laughs) I actually ran into my ex a few times on campus those were weird it was like I didn't mind seeing him, but he obviously cared about seeing me because I broke up with him. Mm -hmm. But I remember after graduation, I was walking to campus because I forgot my keys. And then I see him and I like kind of just like, like wave to him. And then he like stops in his tracks. He turns around. He's like, hey. And I'm like, oh my God, what? (laughs) I was like, oh God, I didn't prepare for a conversation. And he just asked me like what my graduation plans were. And it was kind of shady because he still followed my friend on Instagram and she made a post for my graduation and he liked it. And in her caption, she said, I'm so happy you're staying in LA for my senior year. 
And so he was asking me, like, oh, are you moving back or not? I was like, you already know this, but... He might not make it. conversation. I think he was just really trying to snoop to see what job I was in because she didn't, like, mention. And mm. he has... He was very competitive, very prideful. So I, I think he wanted to know, like, what... Did she get a good job or, like, you know, I've had kind of that exact same thing. Like, an ex comes up. It's like, what are you doing this summer? Literally just asking strictly oh, yeah. about my work. Right. And I was like, this isn't a competition, dude. It was really weird. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's another thing from, like, a bad breakup is when the resentment turns into, like, I need to do better in life than my ex. Mm-hmm. I think. Like, jealousy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I – it's not an ex, but it was this guy that I was hooking up freshman year. What an asshole. What but, did you do? No, I used to run into him all the time on <laughs> campus. All the time. And, yeah, the soccer team and everything, like, all the time I would have to see him. And school so small. Mm-hmm. And he would text me really late at night, like, apologizing and seeing if I wanted to meet up. Why was he apologizing? Because he would ignore me in public. Oh. Like, we'd, like, be at parties or something, and, like, he would, like, totally give me the cold shoulder or something. Was and then he... text me later at, like, 2 in the morning, be like, hey, I'm sorry about that, like... Oh, I hate that. Yeah, and it went on for months, 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 months. Just don't be an asshole when you break up with someone. Like, not even, like, break up. Like, just don't be an asshole generally if you're hooking up with someone or being like romantically like involved with them just like don't be an asshole yeah it sounds like he just kind of wanted you to be there on his clock like he wanted you there for when it was convenient for him and it like didn't your emotions and your time didn't matter Mm -hmm. i did kind of experience a breakup like that where he he couldn't face me he like couldn't break up with me in person so he waited till he was literally across halfway across the world to break up with me (sighs) he told me yeah i was like I was, like, thinking of breaking up with you for a while now. I'm, like, I was, like, what? And then he broke up with me, like, after he had moved back home. And I was just, like, all right then. So, (laughs) but, so, of course, I was really, I was really angry about that. But once I calmed down, I realized the fact that it was really hard for him to break up with me just meant something in itself. Like, he didn't not care about me. He just, he couldn't deal with his emotions seeing me really distraught. So, I think... Once you step away from your breakup, I'm not saying don't go through the emotions. I think the emotions are very important. Um, But you should, in order to let go, you have to fully understand the other person. And then I think that's when you can be at peace with yourself. So if you've never had a breakup before or you've been through a million breakups, it's just something that you have to go through no matter what, Um, whether it's romantically or a platonic friendship. But each time you go through a breakup, you'll learn more about yourself. So just kind of the cycle of life, something you have to deal with. I think Mia's piece of advice, don't be an asshole. It's, it's tough when you're in the moment. I mean, emotions really hinder your ability to think logically. But if you can consider your emotions and the other person's, I think things would work out in the end. Yeah, just treat everyone with kindness. A breakup, breakup sounds negative, but it's just literally a break mm-hmm. in a relationship. Yeah. So it's all good. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. To all the boys who have broken up with us, it's all good. (laughs) We're okay now. Um, Don't forget to follow us on yappyhour.podcast on Instagram. Leave us any comments or DM us with any suggestions. We'd love to hear from you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.